All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Classified Fit. Let me rephrase that. Welcome to another Wadcast of Classified Fit. There you go. Today's episode brought to you by water because <laughs> I forgot my shaker cup at home. So that's a, that's a very unfortunate circumstance. Have you ever forgotten your shaker cup? Yeah, all the time. It's a very normal thing. It's unfortunate, but it happens. <laughs> um, so today we're doing a little Q&A uh, session. Um, many of you guys failed at giving us questions, but you guys will find this mildly entertaining uh, regardless. So Bethany has received some questions she's going to ask. Um, and, you know, both of us might chime in on answers. These are just kind of general questions. Um, and we'll, we'll go ahead from there. All right. So the first question is in regards to lifting weights. The question is, or the question is basically, I love getting stronger and seeing an increase in the weight I can lift. However, lifting heavy is not a goal. My goal is to be strong and fit, but I'm often concerned about going too heavy. First question, am I risking injury? Do you want no, to start there? No, well, yeah, we'll, we'll break it down each question kind of at a time. Um, so are you risking injury? Not as long as your form is staying consistent. So let me uh, make this as anecdotal as possible. I think I've used this reference before. Um, you, the progress is limited by your ability to push. So if, um, if I want to get stronger or be able to lift more weight, then I have to occasionally challenge myself with he lifting heavier and going more weight. Now, that being said, you can definitely just maintain a very relative level of fitness without increasing weight, um, and that will continue to make you really, really, really good. Um, it just at a point it um it, it will plateau and uh if you have the sense of like disappointment because you're not continually getting strong it's you know okay to to accept that as long as you're okay with it um the so the anecdote is if uh we are all professional nascar drivers which we aren't but if we were um the only way we can win a race is to push the car to the limits what happens when you push the car to the limits you have a very high chance of having a car accident. <laughs> so um, now that doesn't mean if you're pushing the weight to the limits, you have a very high chance of getting injury. That's not the correlation. The correlation is you have a very high chance of failing a rep or not completing it as well if you're going as hard and as fast or as heavy as possible. So that's why we talk about um, when we're doing workouts, Workouts are designed to be heavy, designed to be moderate to heavy, designed to be light to moderate, or designed to be light. So those are your chances to play with variations of weights and experience that. Um, you know, on a regular basis, we're not lifting heavy every single day, and that's fine. One, at least one day a week, we have a heavy weight you should be using, whether it's in the workout or it's a, it's a strength lift. So um, those are your chances to push weight. Again, we're not doing that regularly. Uh, and you only push the weight relative to being able to complete the movement. So if you're successfully completing the movement, then go up in weight. Um, if you're not successfully completing the movement, work on getting that movement better, um, which might require more reps, which is fine. Like there's a couple times I'll have people like, hey, I need you, instead of doing a one by one max lift, I need you doing a five by five with the PVC pipe so we can just get those reps in, get that practice in, and you can understand the movement a little bit better. So um, there's, no, there, there's no higher risk of injury by increasing the weight. Okay, and then so how much is too much? And is there even a stopping point when it comes to adding so, weight? Yeah, when there is a stopping point. At the point where you can no longer complete the rep 
in the required stimulus of the workout. So if, for example, um, let's talk about Fran. Um, so the next time we actually do Fran, I don't, it doesn't have a date, but the goal is going to be do this weight unbroken 21.15.9. If you can complete it unbroken 21.15.9, then we can talk about going up in weight the next time we do Fran, okay? If you cannot, we went too heavy, okay? So that's got, it's, a, it's a very little, little teeter-totter there. Um, or, or not that you went too heavy, you went at the right weight because if we'd gone five pounds less, you would have done it unbroken. Okay, so um, the idea is we're pushing it to the limit just enough that we're either accomplishing the goal without in, in at the task at hand or we're just falling short of it. So for the example, if we did Fran 21.59, maybe you did 11 and 10 thrusters, eight, seven, and then all nine unbroken. Or maybe the weight you did the 21 unbroken, eight and seven on the 15, and then the nine unbroken. That would be best case scenario at a weight that's challenging. On a weight that was manageable, you did 21.59 all unbroken. So pushing yourself to strive for that, that, that rep range is key, whether it's five reps, three reps. You know, if we say do three reps unbroken, before you put it down, then you better fight your ass off to get three reps in before you give up on that weight. So that's how we kind of judge judge that weight. So, and then we spend a lot of time going over movements and watching for patterns to see how people move when we're doing the skill work. And so that's really a good time to practice moving correctly. Yeah, and most of you guys do a really good job of practicing or moving correctly. So, and so we put a huge emphasis on it. Um, that is your chance to fill out how tired, how fatigued you get. I know a lot of times you guys are like exhausted when we put the PVC pipe down because we just did a ton of reps, but realistically it's all in the mind because we're making you hold positions a little bit better. We're warming up those muscles. Um, you know, when we actually get to the lifting of weight parts, we're not gonna be lifting that slow. We're not gonna be holding positions. We're gonna be moving fluidly through the movement. Um, so it's gonna allow us to increase in weight. So as soon as that we reach that stopping point of, okay, this weight is not allowing me to meet the intended stimulus of the workout, which again can vary. Um, that's when we know that the weight is a little too much. So let's let's actually take a step back and talk about maybe wall balls. That's a really good example. A lot of times, and it, unfortunately, we only have like 10s, 14, or 10s, 12s, 14s, and 20s. So um, that's a good range. However, some people might be better off doing a six pound wall ball because they can't do 20 in a row. Um, you, hands down, anytime you pick up a wall ball, you should be able to do 20 in a row doesn't matter who you are. So if you're not quite doing 20 in a row with a perfect squat um, and you're walking away from the wall feeling good after 20, then we're not ready for the weight that you have yet. Right? You can ask me at any point after any workout, I could step up and do 20 pounds for 20 reps on wall balls. Show off. So I have no problem doing that. And that's the confidence you should have with the weight before we consider going up. And so also, if the goal is to get stronger and fitter, there's going to come a point when you need to increase that weight because otherwise, like Ryan said before, you're, you're going to plateau. Right. And, and again, you don't want to increase that weight until you're ready, though. Until you should, you're comfortable. You those, yeah, you should have those benchmarks. Like, okay, I want to get stronger, but I still can't do 20 wall balls unbroken with 10 pounds. That's a problem. We have a, we have a deficiency in your squat, press, or hip drive. One of those three, because that's what's limiting your factor. Could be your lung capacity, but it's probably not your lung capacity. Um, so it's either the hip, the squat, or the press. It could be your mind, because 
I had to like I had used a 10 pound wobble and I had to push myself to get through the 30. Yeah, this was a while ago. If before. it's your mind, go back and listen to episode five. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I hope that answered your question. And uh, stop the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. Is there even a stopping point? Is there even a stopping point for when? Am I risking injury? How much is too much? And is there even a stopping point? I guess when it comes to technically, there's not lifting. a stopping point. The stopping point is the stopping your body. point. Yeah, the stopping point is when um, your technique is on point. It's, yeah. So, but I mean, the stopping point in this theory would be you continue to progress with perfect form. Well, not perfect, close to perfect form, and um, and you can gradually increase in weight. Eventually, you'll hit a point where your you're slowly gaining fitness. However, because most of us are starting this such late in life, even myself included, like I'm fitter than I was when I was 21, hands down, and I'm still gonna get fitter for the next at least 10 years. And that's the trend that we've seen. Um, We don't know when that point, so if you're someone older who started at like 40, um, and you know, it's been two or three years, you're probably much fitter now than you were at 30 like look at Antonio he is fitter than he was at 21 um and he's he's over he's over 40 now um and he's continuing to get fitter mm-hmm. so he has not hit that point yet um so you know at a, at a point it will come maybe when he reaches 50 maybe 55 maybe even 60 where he is no longer able to hit the same things as he was when he was 40 and so that's kind of that that decline so age eventually does catch up but if you're starting later in life you have a long ways to go before that kind of sets in. All those older ladies, 70, 80 year olds who are lifting weights and running 5Ks and, yeah. you know. Hashtag goals. Right, all right. And so our other question is, am I naive to think I can ever be fit again to be considered an athlete or are those days over? Um, you can always be an athlete again. Uh, one of the great things with CrossFit is we teach you so much body control and body awareness that it's going to carry over into day-to-day life. Um, if, you, if you came to, imagine if you just came to a complete stop of any athletic abilities you were doing, um, and then you know a couple of years later, you just started learning to move your body again, you will come back to what you were, if not better. Um, I know my athletic abilities have gone up significantly since I started doing CrossFit Um, and I'm not even actively playing sports Um, it's just that my ability to control my range of motion control the muscles I'm engaging that's what makes you athletic is is all is a a, the ability for your mind to control your muscles oh not just move super fast no it's not about moving fast Um, I had uh, I was actually recently having a conversation with someone who was uh, we were talking about baseball players and um I, I expressed to them that, you know, them doing repetition after repetition of throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball is great, right? You know, it's good, good for practice, good for muscle memory. However, what if I told them that if I could teach that baseball player to press better or squat better, they would learn more muscle control, they would learn how to activate more muscles, and they would be able to have more control over their where they throw the ball, how hard they throw the ball, um, how far they throw the ball, if I could teach them to have better control. And that is what we do. We teach you guys how to have better control of your muscles, um, how to get your hips below your knees, how to get your arms pressed out straight up overhead, 
how to take a weight from the ground to your shoulders, all variations. Um, and it just, it takes time. Um, and don't rush it, it's, enjoy the process. Think about it like a, like, a, like a marathon, you know, you're in it for, you're in it for the long, <laughs> the long haul. Nobody, nobody does a marathon except for the Kenyans um, to, to get it done in, in, in as fast as time possible, okay? Um, most people are just doing it for the accomplishment. So do this for the accomplishment. Create that, create that sense of like, okay, I'm, I'm out here, I'm doing this, I'm gonna keep doing it, and it will, it will work. It does work. I just wouldn't say it will work, it does work. 100% guaranteed. I also wanna just throw in that in our gym, we typically compare ourselves to each other and there's always like you know we're all at different levels and when you take someone who doesn't go to the gym you are typically way fitter and way in better shape than they are yeah it, the only person you can compare yourself to is yourself like we can't well, you can't even i mean look how many people argue between the difference between uh lebron james and michael jordan they are two entirely different people but at the end of the day everyone still argues which one is the greatest um you can't you can't argue things that are different. It doesn't, I mean, there's a newsflash for everybody. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work. You have to have similar movement patterns, similar, I, I should say identical movement patterns, identical physique, identical control of the body. Everything has to be identical in a controlled testing environment. That's why controlled tests don't work out very well. Um, but the, um, the, you're only competing against yourself. So the goal is to come in and be better than you were yesterday. And so if you actually log your workout, sometimes you can see if you're better than last time. Yep, too. yep. I, uh, last two heavyweights I've logged were actually my heaviest I've done. You know, for I've been logging workouts for three years. Hey. So that's a, that's a hashtag goals again. Um, but, you know, so I guess this concludes our next Q&A, unless you have any other questions. Oh, I don't. Right. Those are the questions I was emailed, so... So, as you guys are at home, yeah, hanging out, doing nothing, you guys can listen to this one. Um, uh, if you guys have any other questions, we'll maybe try and do another Q&A in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so send them in over the next week or two, so yeah. that way we have maybe, a stockpile. Maybe we can get a guest in. Apparently, no one likes to actually take us up on our offer. Uh -uh. Uh, we're not that fun, apparently. Uh -huh. um, so, if you guys do have any other questions, uh, you can shoot them to Bethany. Uh, I got way too much stuff to, to respond to, but uh, at least we can compile them and, and we can set it up to do another Q&A. You know, you can ask questions about programming, why why we decide to do a 5K every so often. and Where why the hidden camera yeah, is in the gym. Why, why I hide it. Um, the, uh, 5K? Yeah, why the 5K. There's no hidden camera in the gym. <laughs> that being said, there is actually a camera above the fan that is dysfunctional. Oh. That was not installed by us. It was just, it's just been there, in case anyone's curious. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, any sort of questions, uh, we got tons of answers. We'd love to, we'd love to kind of talk about them um, because yeah. this is a great opportunity for us to talk about it since we don't have a ton of time to talk about it in class. So for, if you guys have questions about like, what's the best way to do a movement or anything like that, you know, FY, are you we're publishing this today? Yeah. Yeah. If you listen to this before you come in for your workout today, when you do your burpee, step up, don't jump, jump over the bar. But step your feet up. Don't jump. It'll so, save you some so time we, and energy. We will, we will add. We will end this <laughs> wadcast on the fact that efficiency is better. Smooth is fast. Yes. All right, guys. We'll see you at class.